1: To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor.
2: Now, none of the candles are lit except by the central candle, which we talked about last year. Called the shamus, the shamus. That's the shamus. And remember, that that's the shamus. He that that means shamus means servant, servant. The shamus is the one who is in the in the temple. He's the one who's the usher. He sees you to your chairs. He's the one who lights the candles in the synagogues, in synagogue and so forth. It was always a big joke in my house. I always would say, I was. Why why don't I have a Hebrew name? Thomas is not a Hebrew name. Why don't I have a Hebrew name? And my father would say, "You do. You're Thomas the Shamus." So, <laughs> but the Shamus represents on the menorah here the Lord Jesus Christ, because in Luke 22:27 it says, "I am among you as He that serveth." You notice that the Shamus is always be forward, preeminent, or higher than the others. And he serves the others there. Now, that statement that the Lord said, I am among you as he that serveth in Luke 22, 27, defines the Lord Jesus Christ as the shamas, he's the elevated servant. And all the candles are lit by the shamas, And the meaning behind it is that when we say that, we don't see how we have the strength to dedicate our bodies to God. Then the Lord Jesus, as the Shammah steps in and says, I will light the fire of the dedication of your bodies to God. And so the Shammah then lights the first candle of the dedication of our bodies to God. And now as I do this, as I, as I light this first candle with the shama's, which is the dedication of our bodies, let's all engage and dedicate our bodies to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, first, Kendall, the heart in us is the place. That's the place where we love. That's the place where we think. That's a place where we make decisions. The heart is the place of the mind, the will, the emotions. And God calls each one of us to give us, to give Him our hearts. He says in Proverbs 22, 26, Proverbs 22, 26, my son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. The greatest commandment in the Bible is a command to give God our hearts. It's a command about heart. In the Shema, in Deuteronomy 6, 4, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And then it goes on. Deuteronomy 6, 5 says, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. God wants us to love him with all our hearts. There's a great Bible character. He's got a name. And maybe you think it's kind of like a, a downer to have a name like Caleb because it means dog. Who wants to be named dog, right? But no, you have to look at what the name really does mean. We should all have the name Caleb. Caleb comes the contraction of two Hebrew words, kol and lev. Kol, kol, kol means all, and lev is heart. So Caleb means all heart. We should all have the name Caleb. Caleb means all heart. So let's call this second candle here dedication of our heart. The dedication of our heart to God. And when we say, we just don't see how we have the strength to dedicate our hearts to God, then the Lord Jesus as the Shammah steps in and says, I'll light the fire of the dedication of your hearts if you just give me your heart. And so the Shammah now lights the second candle. And as I light the second candle, let's all again engage and determine that we will love the Lord our God, the Lord Jesus Christ with all of our hearts. Now, the verses that go on in this Deuteronomy 6 passage, where it starts off, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, Deuteronomy 6, 4, is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Then it goes on in Deuteronomy 6, 6, and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Then it says, thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Now, when we consider all those activities, teaching God's word diligently to children, talking about God's word, when we sit down in our house, when we talk about God's word, when we walk and we talk about God's word, when we lie down at night, we talk about God's word, when we get up, that takes a lot of time. And as a matter of fact, that's most of the time of the day. And our time is the most precious commodity that we have. Because when you couple all these activities together with what the Bible says in First Thessalonians 5.17, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing, that's all our time. And that's why we wanna call this third candle, the candle of the dedication of our time, our time to God. And when we say, we don't see how we're gonna come up with time to do all these things. I've got no time now. How am I gonna have time to do all this with the word of God and to meditate on his word? Then the Lord Jesus says, I will light the fire of the dedication of your time to God. Just come to me. And so as I light this third candle, let's all dedicate our time to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the old saying goes, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. And it's true. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that what we think about determines what we are. It says in Proverbs 23, 7, Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And the world, it exerts so much tremendous pressure on our minds through its media, to conform us to its mold. And God has called us, resist it, resist it. Turn to God. As it says in Romans 12.2, Romans 12.2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And we resist the world's thinking mold when we do what the Bible calls setting our affection in Colossians 3 2. Colossians 3 2 says, Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. And the Bible tells us what to think about in Philippians 4 8. Philippians 4 8, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, lovely, good report, virtue, praise, Think on these things. think on these things. So we set our affection and we think about God when we practice this art of meditation on God's word, when we do what it says in Psalm 12, Psalm 1:2, "His delight is in the law of the Lord, in his law doth he meditate day and night." That's why we want to call this fourth candle, the candle of the dedication of our mind, of our mind, what we think about. And again, when we say, there's so much trash in my mind and I don't know how I'm gonna start thinking about God. I've just got so much stuff running through that I can't avoid Fox News. It's constantly putting stuff in my mind. I'm, every day, I'm angry at a new person I didn't even know existed before. And then the Lord Jesus Christ of the Shama says, come to me and I'll light the fire of the dedication of your minds to God. And so the shamus then lights the fourth candle of the dedication of our minds. And as I light this candle, this fourth candle, let's all now dedicate our mind to God. Now, we spend most of our working time at work, and God wants us to dedicate our work to him. It says in Colossians 3.17, Colossians 3.17, whatsoever things you do in deed or word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Our work is what God has given to us, and then he also has other work, spiritual work for each of us. And we see him in the Bible sometimes separating people for work as he did in Acts 13.2, in Acts 13.2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And as a matter of fact, when the Lord Jesus Christ looked at his work, he said, my work is like meat. That's my meat. When I do the will of God, when I'm in his work, that's my meat. In John 4.34, John 4.34, Jesus saith unto him, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work for these reasons let's call the fifth candle the candle of the dedication of our work and again when we say i'm overworked i can't do anything more my work consumes me i can't dedicate my work to my then the shama says come to me come to me and let me light the fire of the dedication of your work. And so the shamus then lights the fifth candle, dedication of work. And as I light this fifth candle, let's all now dedicate our work to God. Now, we all have stuff, and we accumulate stuff. We accumulate possessions, our house, our cars, and all everything we possess. And the sin of covetousness is the lust, for other stuff, and whether it's Black Friday, or Cyber Monday, or Amazon, or whatever else in between, we look, we look, and say, oh, I need that stuff. I didn't even know it existed, but I have to have it now. <laughs> and it's so easy to look at our stuff, and to think, boy, the more stuff I get, the greater I'm gonna be. And the Lord Jesus warned about this. He said in Luke twelve fifteen Luke twelve fifteen he said, He said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And with stuff comes care for the stuff. And this care can strangle the Christian. And that's why the Lord said in Mark 4.19, Mark 4.19, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. King Solomon was a very generous person. He was the most wealthy man that ever lived. Outdid Bill Gates. And he dedicates the temple with thousands, hundreds of thousands of animals in 2 Chronicles 7 5. But it's so important that we view our stuff as what God has given to us and not grip it tightly. And one practical way to keep from being choked by stuff is to honor the Lord with systematic giving. Systematic giving. The tithe is God's right. It's 10%. It's spiritually healthy to give 10% of what we have to God. The offering is our choice. It's above the 10%. It's spiritually healthy to make special gifts to the Lord over and above the 10% for specific mercies, specific answers to prayer, and that's what God calls on us to do in Proverbs 3.9. Proverbs 3.9, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. You can tell how much a person is really dedicated to the Lord, I can tell how much a person is really dedicated to the Lord by letting me look at their checkbook. I can tell. It says in Matthew 6.21, Matthew 6.21, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I can look at a person's checkbook and tell you where his heart is. When a person gives to God, they're saying God is more valuable than what I am giving to him, and that will determine where his heart is. That's why the sixth candle want to call that the candle of possessions. You know, there was a person who came to the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I've done everything, right, Lord? And he said in Matthew nineteen twenty-one, Matthew nineteen twenty-one, Jesus said unto him, If thou be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, verily I say unto you, a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men This is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. With man, it's impossible, but with the help of the shamus who is God, all things are possible. The divine shamus of the Lord Jesus Christ who says, I will light the fire of the dedication of your possessions to God. Just come to me. And as I light this sixth candle now, let's all determine to see that we are going to give all that we have as God's property to him and dedicate our possessions to the Lord. Now, we're all concerned about what other people think about us. That's why we try to look good, sound good, and smell good. And man is, looks on the outward appearances. That's what God says in 1 Samuel 16, 7, 1 Samuel sixteen seven The Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance but the Lord looketh on the heart. And God is more concerned about our heart, which he will call a good name. And he says in Proverbs 22.1, Proverbs 22.1, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. And when we tell people that we are a Bible-believing follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, that one who was born in a barn, and laid in a feeding trough, and was relatively homeless, and was finally crucified in a very, very terrible manner. That's the one that we confess is God and our Savior, and we follow. And that's so important. And Romans ten nine says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God who raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Confess with the mouth. Tell the world, I'm a Christian. And when we do that, the Lord Jesus says, oh, look at that, in Luke twelve eight, Luke twelve eight, Also, I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And of course, there are those who are thinking, "Wow, I tell them I'm a Christian. I'm oh, I'm going to lose that friend. You know, it's going to be all over." And that's because we get more concerned about our reputation with people than our reputation with God. And so that's the reason why I want to call the seventh candle the candle of the dedication of our reputation of our reputation give our reputation to God. And when we say, I just can't do it. I just can't, I can't destroy this relationship. I can't do it. Then the Shammah says, let me help you. Let me help you, come to me. I will light the fire of the dedication of your reputation. And so the Shammah comes, and as I light the seventh candle, let's all dedicate our reputation to God. Now, we all have little sanctuaries, thank God, that we retreat to every day. The place where we should be a place where God's word is read, where prayer is made, where there's love, that place is called our home. Our home. And God wants us to dedicate our homes to him. It says in Deuteronomy 25, Deuteronomy 25, the officer shall speak unto the people, saying, what man is there that hath built a new house and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house. The greatest threat that we have to our homes today is television, which is really the monster of television. Because through this medium, not through the door, not through a window, right in the middle of our homes comes horrible murders Sexual perversions, sexual activity outside of marriage, fornication, blasphemy, taking God's name in vain. And to dedicate our homes to God, that's gotta stop. We have to be extremely selective of what we watch. We have to apply Psalm 101, verse three. Psalm 101, verse three says, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside we have to remember what God said, be ye holy, I am holy. So this last candle, this eighth candle, let's label that one the dedication of our home, the dedication of our home to God. And we do this and we say, I can't do that. And we say, I'm just addicted to these TV programs. And I know there's just all this garbage comes in there, but I, I just And then I'm so weak, but then the Lord says, the Shammah says, will you come to me? Will you let me light the fire of the dedication of your home to God? And so as I light this eighth last candle here, let's all dedicate our homes to God. Now, as we stand back here and we just, we look at this, we look at these eight candles here burning on the Hanukkah menorah, Let's remember that Hanukkah means dedication. And let's remember that none of these candles lit themselves, but they were all lit by the elevated shamus. You know, I kind of like it that he is elevated here on his base here, but it has been burning for so long, he's almost the same or lower than the others, you know, like the Lord made himself of no reputation. But um, anyway, let's remember that it shows us that the fires of our dedication to God come as we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the Shamas who will help us to dedicate ourselves to God. With the wonder of Christmas around us and a new year before us, let's determine that this year, with the help of God, that we're going to dedicate our body, our heart, our time, our mind, our work, our possessions, our reputation, and our home to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why I say to you tonight, happy dedication, happy Hanukkah.